Mishkech. Kebaruch Hashem, Mishnah Teira, Hilchas Tefillah, Pedek Hamishi, the fifth chapter, Halacha Aleph. Yesterday we learned about the five things that prevent Tefillah. These are eight things that is best to do, but don't prevent. Halacha Aleph, Shmei Nedvarim, Sochem Espalali, Zorbem, Will I say some eight things a person who davening has to do. Im hoyadochok, if he was in a peculiar situation, enena, so he had an oinus, he was not beyond his ability, or he transgressed willingly, he didn't do these things, they don't prevent them, these are the eight things, Amidah standing up, facing the base Amidah, fixing the body, fixing the clothing, fixing the place, the Ramam will explain all these details in his Perek, and setting the tone, and bending the knees, and bowing, what is the situation with standing. And by the way, where does it say they have to stand Bakhlal? So it's uh, brought down that it, since the tefillah is called Avoidas Hashem, and it says, like it says, Love the and it says, the Pasik Lamid Lafne Hashem Lesharasai. So this is the Ramam doesn't bring this down, but the Torah says, it's an interesting Indian, why we stand, because it says, Lamid Lafne Hashem Lesharasai. Therefore we stand. There also we find, it, by Pinchas, it says, Vayamit Pinchas Vayafalo. Pinchas stood up and he davened. So how do you, how do you stand up? Amos We don't daven. Only we stand up for davening. If someone's in a peculiar situation, he's sitting on a boat. And a boat, it's a boat the whole time um, shaking away. He was in a wagon. The wagon is also shaky. If he's able to stand, then he won't be falling about. Yamid, he should stand. In other words, the emphasis here, a lot of things in this period is, these things bring to Kavana. So if a person stands, it's also easier for him to have Kavana. But if standing will not bring him Kavana, because he's going to wobble around, so, it, so then he shouldn't stand. So if he's able to stand, Yamid, he should stand. If he won't be able to have Kavana when he's standing, because he's shaking away, better to sit in his place and daven. Somebody that's sick, and he can't stand, he can daven. Even if he's laying on his side, of course we learned in Hilchot Kirishma, he shouldn't lay on his back, he shouldn't lay on his stomach, but laying on his side is okay. Providing that he's able to have kavon, that would have intention. He can't, he shouldn't have. So, to somebody that is hungry or thirsty, they're included in people that are sick. If he's able to have kavon, he should have. If not, he shouldn't have. Ah, until he eats and drinks. About Allah, if he's allowed to eat and drink before davening, I'm going discuss in the next Pedic. Yeah, this is shows you that the person should, if he can't concentrate, the Bishakhis, he should eat before. Yeah. What happens if he was riding on an animal? Even though that he has somebody that can hold the reins of his animal, that he's not going to, he does not be concerned his animal is going to disappear. He does not have to descend from the from the uh, animal, because if 
he's going to descend, it's going to take longer, it's going to spend more time, it's going to be more uh, uh, mental torment for him to, to postpone his trip. He should sit on the animal and daven. From the Roshna of the Rambam, Yeshibim Koyme Vispalel, the Meiri is Medayik, that Yeshibim Koyme means that he can't just continue going and daven. He should stop the animal. And Yeshibim Koyme Vispalel. Others say that no, he can continue that he can continue driving, continue as he's driving. Kadesh they died him, Yeshavas Alav, like this, if he, if he doesn't have to go back up and down for the animal, he's more able to concentrate, he's not worried about his trip. Facing the base Hamikdash, what is that practical implication of that? It's if somebody was standing outside of Eretz Yisrael, so he has to turn his face to face towards Eretz Yisrael, and then he should daven. Yours it says Yisraelim. That's soon. By the way, I believe in the Shulchan Aruch, it says in Shulchan Aruch that, that if he's outside, he should be facing towards Eretz Yisrael. And he says with Lashon like this, he says, if he was, um, if whatever he was in Eretz Yisrael, then he should face, in Eretz Yisrael itself, he should face Yisraelim. If you're standing in Yisraelim, he should face towards the base of Migdash. Like it says, with Spalu al Beis Hashem. Hoyahimbigdash, we're standing in the base of Migdash. He should face the Kaidish Hakadosh. That's where the Shina is. Makam Oran. Suma, what happens if somebody is blind? Somebody that does not know which side Eretz Yisrael is. Mahalach Bisfina, somebody that's going in a boat, in a ship, and he, he can't face, can't face Yishalayim for whatever reason. She should have a mind, his heart should be torn, turned towards the Shechina, in his mind he should have, even though practically he doesn't know where he's facing, his mind should be focused towards the, the Makam Mikdash. So we, we covered... Amida standing, we covered Neichach Hamikdash facing Beis Hamikdash. If he can't face the Beis Hamikdash physically, he can face it mentally. What does it mean to fix your body for davening? What does it mean? So he says, when you're standing, when you're davening, you have to put your feet together one next to the other. This is uh, the Gemara says that we're similar to the Malachim. The Malachim it says Yeshara. And since you're standing to speak to the Shechina, so you have to take away all the thoughts from your heart and be similar to Malachi Asharis. Another reason, the Amam doesn't bring these reasons, by the way. I'm just saying from other places, we brought from Beis Yosef, that when a person dives his feet together, Yeshara shows. And he's sort of tied up, and he can, he's uh, he's Hashem's slave. He's he's, he's not mobile. And he should put his f- eyes facing downward. It's as if he's looking to the ground. But his heart should be focused upward. As if he's standing in heaven. 
He should put his hands on his heart. They should be kfusin, they should be bent in. Ayyaman is Allah's smallest, the right one on the left one. Exactly what that is, how I understand is like this, but others have, have their own way. Like this, He should stand like a slave in front of his teacher with fear. We should not put his hands on his hips. That is a way of gaiva. I, I think I remember reading that, that maybe in some places that they, don't, they don't stand in front of the kings. It's like that. They don't have to do it. So, what is tikam abushim? How do you fix your clothing? Tikam abushim keitzat. You first should fix your clothing. If you ever realize this, you can also look on the video, Zev. If you ever realize your four essay, Rebbe would fix his, and he would fix his talis, he would make sure his talis is good, he would fix his tie sometimes in four essay, he would many times straighten out his kapote before four essay. Look and you'll see. Never had a tie every day. Every day. Except a few times. And, and he would fix it before before Shmanesa, he would fix it, make sure it was all it was all good. And he would fix himself and make himself glorify, you know, beautiful. With uh, splendor, holiness. Holiness. You should not daven trinesay standing in your undershirt, in your undergarments. You should not daven trinesay with your head uncovered. You're not daven trinesay barefoot. If the people in that time, in that area where you're, where you're davening, if it's not the, the, the way, the normal behavior, to stand in front of honorary people wearing, without wearing shoes. Have to wear shoes. Yeah. In every place, a person should not hold the tefillin in his hand or separate in his arms and daven because his mind is distracted. He's thinking about the tefillin or the separate that he's holding. They shouldn't fall. He should not hold vessels and money in his hand while he's davening. He's also afraid the vessels are going to fall. The money is going to fall and get lost. We're coming to Sukkot. So you let a daven while you're holding the lulav in your hand on Sukkot. Because it's the mitzvah of the day and you love doing mitzvahs and the mitzvah, since the mitzvah of the day it's not, it's, not a, it's, not a, it's not a package for you. It doesn't distract you. And that's why you're allowed to hold a machz in your hand when you're daven or a siddur. Since you're holding it for daven itself, it's not, it doesn't distract you. It's similar to the lulav. That's what Abena Yoyinus says. If someone had a package on his head, it came the time to the Amish essay. So is he allowed to keep that package on his head? So he says like this, if it weighed less than four kabin, which approximately 
the explanation is that, the, that according to the Rambam, our boa carbon is approximately 14 pounds. If it weighs less than 14 pounds, mafshila So then he can let it hang from his over his. He can let it hang over his back. It's not so heavy, and he can still he can still uh, hang it on his back and uh, not on his head, but on his back. Oh yeah, I bought carbon. If it was four carbon, if it was four, more than fourteen pounds, manichal gabikarik, you got to put it down. Too heavy. Achiyach ispalo din yadavim. Derech kol hachachamim samidim shli ispalo kshematufim. The derech of all the hachachamim and all the students are not to daven except when they are atufim, when they are wrapped in their talis. And uh, as the Rebbe once said, that the Alter Rebbe was very medayik. To, and this is the way Chassidim do is to daven entire davening with the talus over their head covering the head the whole time not, not just because you have to have a second covering but because of this Indian to have it to be the whole time he covered the talus so what does it mean Tikkun HaMokim Ketzad what does it mean to to um, fix the space to make sure your, your place is the proper place what does that mean? Ketzad. Yamoid b'mokim namach. What it means is, you have to daven in a place that is low. Because, it says me, mamakim kresich Hashem. You got to daven from a low place. And you should daven next to the wall. Like, you know, from Yechizkiyoh it says he turned to the wall and he davened. And the, the, the Rambam writes in one of his truvis, brought down a base Yosef, is that the reason why we dive next to the wall is that this nothing should distract us. We, we have the wall in front of us. We can't see anything. Nothing will distract us. We have to open up windows. Or doorways. Where the area which faces Yishalayim. To daven towards them. It says we're daven facing towards Yishalayim. And a person should always be kveya. He should make himself a permanent place for davening. Says in Gemara, call kveya makom etfilasa. Alakei Avram beEzrai. Whoever makes it this makom kavua, the Ebrister of Avram helps him. Says veYashkem Avram beBeik ala makom eshalamet sham. A person should not daven in a chorba. A chorba is a dilapidated house, a place that's abandoned house. And should not daven behind the shul. Unless unless he turned his face to the shul. You're not going to sit next to the person that's standing Shmanesrei. It's a very important halacha, and not everyone knows. You're not going to sit next to somebody daven Shmanesrei. Because it's like the person's mekabla machashemayim, and he's not mekabla machashemayim. The the the, the going says that this is only when a person is sitting and doing nothing, but if he's davening also, or, or saying till him, he's allowed. To any case, oy lava the fun of you're not gonna walk in front of somebody that's davening shmenes unless you have a space of four amis away. Today it's easy to do it because anyway you can't go with them for our It's a social distance. Because we just said you have to fix your place. So he says you should not dive in, in an elevated area that's three tvachim high. 
approximately 10 inches, let's say, high. A yoiser or more, or higher. It shouldn't be in the daven in such a place. Yeah, like a little platform. Not on top of a bed, not on top of a bench, not on top of a chair. What if it was a, a, binion, a, a building, a space that's higher? If there's four amis wide and four amis long in the space, so then it's like a loft. It's not like a, it's not like a elevated space. It's like a, another floor. So too, if it had mechitzes, had gates around it from all sides, even though there's no four amis, you don't realize that it's a higher place because it's a separate issue, so it's not higher. It's its own place. Here we come to a problem. There's people that have a job like Bigidaya Gumbra on the 100th floor, right? So they, they, they have Umnin they're doing their work. They're at work. They're doing their work and they're on top of a tree. Or on top of a row of bricks. They're setting up, they're bricking a building. And they're on top of a on top of a wall. The time of davening arrived. What are you going to do now? So he says, Yordin They go down, they cannot daven on top because he just mentioned you can't daven in a high place. So they have to go down. This you can't. They have to go back to work afterwards. They go down to daven. You can't have kavana when you're on top over there. If they were on top of an olive tree or, or a fig tree, so that's an exception. They can daven in their place because it's a big deal to get down and to get up. They didn't have cherry pickers in those days or fig pictures in those days. So what would they daven? So what do these people daven? They're in the middle of working. They're taking off time of work to daven. So why do they daven? It depends what their salary is. If they don't get a salary, they only get food. That's it. They're getting food. That's what they're getting paid. You want to work for me? I'm going to get you your breakfast, lunch, and supper. So then, in such a case, they can daven all three shmeneses, 19 brachas. Because we're not concerned that they're wasting time from work because they're not getting paid enough to claim that they're wasting time from work. But what if they're getting paid a salary? So then, you, gotta, you can't take time off for work. Then they die, they're being paid by the hour. By the way, by the, so then, they, then they're going to lose money. So what do they do? Or if they're not going to lose money, they're taking stealing from the boss. So they dive in that short fila of Havinenu, which is a, a complement, they put together, they compact all 19 brachas together, compile all 19 brachas together, and then, because that's a shatzat chak, in any case, even if they dive in the whole Shmanesrei, they don't do chazar shots. Don't dive in a minion because it's bit of malacha. They know he's in his If there was a coin there, no dochening. Halacha test.
Hashvoyas hakoil keitza binyamin. What means hashvoyas hakoil? It means like this: lo yagbia bitkoil bitfilose. When a person davenes for nesse, he should not say each nesse out loud. Well, he is pala believer. He should not daven in his heart without saying anything. So, not this extreme and not that extreme. You can't. You can't. Do it, just do it in your heart, and you can't say it out loud. What should you do? He should just say the words with his lips. And he should say it at a, at a, at a, at a, a decibel that his uh, ears can hear quietly. So that's the way he should say Shmonesi. He should not let his voice be heard. The Chazal say in Gemara that someone who davens shrenesi out loud is like someone who doesn't believe Hashem can hear him if he whispers. He thinks that she has to say it loud because Hashem is hard of hearing. Yeah, unless he is sick, unless he cannot concentrate, unless he says it louder. Some people. They need to say, they need to say it louder to concentrate. So those people, they're allowed to say Shemesi out loud. Providing it's not in shul. It's not in public. Because if he's going to say it out loud in shul, people are going to get all mixed up with his davening. Now the, the, the uh, poiskim were up in arms, but again, Kippur, that some people would daven a little bit higher, louder than Shemesi. The, uh, however, the Beis Yosef says in that that since we're not used to the brachas of Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, and it's also days of tshuva, so therefore we can say it a little bit out loud, have more kavana, and you shouldn't worry about that the tzibur is going to get mixed up because since the tefillah is chaviva to them, so they're paying more attention. They're not going to make a mistake because they hear somebody else. And also, they have a machzer, so they're not going to get confused. So, he's Malam Etzchus and the people that daven a little bit loud, loud, and Hashanah and Kippur. Halacha Yud Kriya Keitzat. Kneeling. Hamispalel, someone who davens, Shmenesei, Kareya, Chomish Kriya, Bechol Tfilet, Tfilet. So, he kneels five times. By every davening, by every shmenesi, by brachah rishayin of etchilu b'soif, by the first brachah, by the beginning and the end, ubahidoy of etchilu b'soif, the brachah moidim by the beginning and the end. Shagoyim at tefila when he finishes shmenesi, kareya pesei ashalish pesias lachayim. So he bends and he goes back three steps backwards. Kishu kareya when he is kneeling. Noisin shalom is smoilat smoy. First he bends himself to the left side of himself. Afterwards, to the right side of himself. We'll give a reason why in a moment. And then he lifts his voice, his, his, his body up from bowing. When he does this kneeling, when he says Baruch, he bends his knees. And when he stands up straight, he stands up straight by Hashem's name. Like it says, Hashem Zaykiv This is talking about a regular person bows only five times. The Kohen Gadol bends by every bracha and Shmonesi. 
והמלך, הנקים, כיוון ששוחה ברישיינה, הנה מגביה רוישה, עד שגם הכל תפילוסי. The king, once he bows by the first bracha, he does not straighten out his body, doesn't lift up his head until he finishes the entire Shmanesi. The greater a person is, the more he has to subjugate himself. And therefore the king, who is the, the epitome of Yiris Shemaim, is the whole time bowed. Why would a person bend his head first to the left side when he goes Eisa Shalem and then to the right side because his left is the right side of the person that's facing him when a person's standing before the king he first gives Shalem to the right side of the king then to the left side of the king the Chachamim instituted that we should go Eisa Shalem like someone who goes away from a king because when you damage from an essay it says a person should always see himself as if he's standing against the Shekhinah all these kriyas what does it mean a kriya now that I'm giving the definition of a kriya he has to bend his back so much until all the vertebrae of his spine get bent and he becomes like a like a cashes that's all of them like a cashes like a like a like a rainbow if he bent a little bit and he and he bent a little bit already put a lot of stress on his back and it looks like he's bending with all his might as much as he's able and doesn't have to be concerned to do anymore he was doesn't have to do more what is what is what is bowing what's the difference in Kriya he says after he lifts his head from the fifth time bowing he should sit down on the ground and should put his face towards the ground and then he should say Tachnun when we say kriya, so it means alaberkayim, which means on his knees. Kida alapayim. Kida means it should fall on his face. In other words, he puts his face towards the ground. Meshtachavoy is when he actually prostrates himself with his hands and feet spread out on the ground and his mom is laying on the ground, his face in the ground. That's the three different things of Kiya, Shtachavoy and Kida. For a second and get up on <laughs> When a person does Nefilas Ponim, after davening, he does his Tachnun. Some people do a Kida, which means like we do. They just put their head towards the ground. Some do actual Shtachavoya. They bow, they, they put their whole body on the ground, face down. But also, it's forbidden to do a to bow your whole body, to lay down on the ground on the stones, except in the base Hamikdash. As we explained in the Allah of idol worship. 
Ein Adam Chosh of Rashi Lil pull up upon him. A Chosh Adam Chosh if he cannot fall on his face, I'm going to hear about him. Should Tadik Yeshua, unless he is known, he's a Tadik like a Yeshua. In other words, unless he's a person that guaranteed that his tefillah will be answered. So if not, it's, you know, not a good. Uh, people are going to be, you know, chutzvidik. He can put his face down and doesn't put it straight into the ground like we do today. So we act like the Adam Chashev. A person is allowed to daven in one place and do tachnun in another place. Yeah. Minig parshat b'chol ei b'chol Yisrael. It's a parshat the minig amongst all Yidden, accepted by all. Shein nefilas apayim shabbosis v'meid. There's no tachnun said on Shabbos or Yom Tov. B'lei b'reish hashana. There's no tachnun said on reish hashana. Even the parts of Bina Malkeinu which we say in Asayis and Truva, we skip it out. Those parts which are you know slachlin. B'lei b'reish hashana. B'lei b'reish hashadosh. And now we don't not reish chaydish. Uvachanek uvepurim. We don't say in Chanukah or Purim. We have a mincha shel Arvish Shabbos of Yom Tov, and we don't say a mincha of Erev Shabbos or Erev Yom Tov. Like we know that Erev is Mayain of that day. We have Arvish Shabbos Yom. We don't say Tachnun by Ma'ariv of every night because we don't want to be Ma'ariv Dinim by night. They state in Svarim Yeah. And uh, Shulchan Aruch also mentions we don't say Tachnun the base of Abel, the base of Chosin, etc. And we know the feet get every right, so we don't say when it's a same Sefatera. Yeish Yechidim Shneifel Alpein Ba'arvis the Ari Yechidim that do say Tachnun by Ma'ariv, but Yem Kippurim Belvad Neiflim Alpein Bechol Tefilah Tefilah. Yem Kippur alone we do say Tefilah Sapayim, we do say Tachnun by every Tefilah. We say Alchet by every Tefilah. We don't do, we don't actually fall on our faces on Yom Kippur by Tachnun, but we do say Al-Chait, Meshuyem Tchino V'Akosh V'Tainis, because it's a day of supplication and requesting forgiveness, and it's a day of fast. Okay. So, by every, by the five times, 